besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. The driver's seat. The driver's seat. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It is a race week and welcome to the driver's seat. My name is Nimzasaw, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. It's another day to talk racing. And boys, are you pumped for the weekend? Oh, the band's back together. <laughs> I, look, the last couple of weeks, Nimzy, as much as uh, you and I have a, a lovely relationship, but I, I'm used to not working with you because you're down in Melbourne. I'm not used to working without seems like my left arm here, Stevie J, and he's been away for a couple of weeks. So I, I'm very happy to have you back. Yeah, thanks, mate. And you're like my middle leg. It's it's hard to, you know, to, um, it, I, I miss well, you, Matt, badly you, when you're not around. Your, your, your middle leg? <laughs> anyway. how about, can I just be your right arm? I don't want to uh, be your middle leg. Now then, uh, we've got to get straight to our... <laughs> that little leg? <laughs> if you want to, if you want to be part of the program, very easy to do so. All you got to do is jump on the text line oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. But we have to get to our feature interview, and we do it thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Because this weekend at the Bend at Motorsport Park, we're going to be celebrating this man's milestone. How's that for a start? Shell Helix, Dick Johnson Racing, Team Penske. First Armour All Pole of 2016. Scott Pye's in business. Wink up still throwing it at him. Check out the reaction oh. from the Shaw Garage. They will go to the line. Absolutely knows the time. Scott Pye, that is a magician's performance. Work done on the streets of Melbourne. And Scott Pye caps off a beautiful weekend and makes it a very useful day for him. Yes, please welcome back to the driver's seat, the one and only, the milestone man himself, Scott Pye. Hey, how are we, guys? <laughs> Mate, we're I was laughing, laughing just for that intro. I don't know why you'd ever want to be. CBJ's right arm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say right hand, Shepard. I said arm, um, and I, I certainly don't want to be his middle leg. Let me give you the strong tip. But this weekend, I've been mate, this... laughing the whole time you did your intro. <laughs> there you go. But this show, this is all about you, my friend. You've uh, you, you can raise the bat, kiss the cap. Three hundred starts. Did you ever think you'd get there? Uh, I mean, I, to be honest, race starts isn't something like you think about. You just want to be in the game for a long time because if you are, then it means you're doing something right, you know. So it's a big achievement. Um, 200, I mean, I remember celebrating that at, um, at Phillip Island and that only seems like yesterday. Unfortunately, the, uh, the old 300 is not full of, you know, as many uh, things I would have liked, but um, certainly still I'm sure going to be plenty more time to tick some of those boxes off. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool to hit 300, though. It does show that, you know, it's going to be something great to be around for this long. This long. 
I, yeah, I think you're right. I think anytime you you hit a milestone, you you got to celebrate it in our game because it's so bloody hard to get. But I, I've got written in my notes here, um, like a bunch of highlights, and Nimsy put some highlights together as well. But one of the things I've got here, and I, I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to harp on it, mate. But geez, you've had some shunts. You've had some big hits. You've made the highlight reel within that three hundred more than a few times. <laughs> What's uh, I mean, the crazy thing is I've had like three crashes that haven't been mechanical failures, which wow. is insane. Like I must have had, I've been on fire three times in the same weekend. I think that, <laughs> has to, that, that has to be a record. I mean, I've had, I don't know, I think I've had two or three steering failures. I've had two brake failures. Like it is ridiculous how many, uh, and they've res- resulted in, um, yeah, certainly making a highlight ring. So they haven't been, uh, it's not like, you know, I've just ran into a gravel trap or done it simple. It's, uh, yeah, I've, I've certainly tested out the safety of these cars a number of times over the 300. <laughs> hey, and, and, and if you're not, if you are having a crap weekend, it's a very good way to get publicity. It's oh. a very good way to get on TV. If you ain't going to win, it's oh, a I mean, minute. Thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, ask, no, exactly. exactly ask Matty McKeldon. When, when the brake pedal hits the floor, I think straight away, you know what? At least I'm going to make TV. We're on the reel. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the reel. Here we go, boys. On Jimmy the Big. real. No, yeah. it has been. A, it's, it's frustrating. And, I mean, even even um, right into this year, I think I've had like three or four races where we haven't haven't finished with mechanicals. It's been disappointing. That, that's always the most frustrating thing because the thing's out of your control. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, they've, they've resulted in big ones. Um, I only shared one the other day. Actually, I just saw it on YouTube again. And, uh, that one, at, there was one at Queensland Raceway, even where the brakes oh, failed. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Sorry. so yeah, they just. Um, but it happens. It's motorsport. It's unpredictable. And uh, yeah, when it stays together, you got to make sure you get the best result you can. And when it doesn't, you just scrape yourself off and go again. <laughs> hey, mate. Um, obviously, you know you've you've driven for a few teams now. Like pushing back now. Uh, you got the first podium uh, on the in the era of when my old man and Roger Penske teamed up back in 2015. Yep. First pole position, which was really cool. Um, we heard in the highlights reel at the start that Nimsy put together that crazy win down at uh, at the Melbourne AGP with mm. uh, with WAU and first in uh, a ZB as well. First in a ZB exactly, at, and probably under lights. It wasn't meant to be under lights. To be fair. <laughs> Uh, because it yeah. was uh, very dark then, wasn't it? But um, I mean, now obviously, now you're a teammate, and you've you've progressed through. I mean, is it um, uh, for me? Is it something that um, you know now you feel a bit more uh, responsible to? Uh, I guess a bit more up in the hierarchy there. You know, I mean, I guess at DJR you sort of uh, you, you were there. You're you're in amongst um, some pretty. Uh, crazy heavy hitters as well. Yeah, heavy hitters there. Same with WAU. And, and now I almost feel as though you're the heavy hitter where you're at. What do you think? Yeah. Well, I mean, I get, actually, first of all, like I got the win at Walkinshaw, but I was I was bummed to leave DJ without a win. I know my dad especially was a massive Dick Johnson fan, and um, going there was a surreal feeling to sign with, you know, to, to drive for your dad was just a, a pinch yourself moment that you grow up. You talk about the 300 and what that means. More the the things you actually do along the way that, you know, my dad's not around, so you probably appreciate it more than you would if he was. You almost would probably take those things for granted because dad would have met him and it would have just been one of those things that happened in life. But certainly those things, uh, you know, mean a lot more to me without my dad there to share them with. So that was a cool moment. Um, I, I wish I had got a win there before I left. It was a shame. I mean, I finished second there, I think, a couple of times. Um, and, yeah, I had some great results, but uh, it wasn't to be and, and obviously got the first one with Walkinshaw, which is still very special. 
Um, but yeah, I think now I'm, I'm just older and more experienced. And, uh, so I feel like, you know, you want to try and steer the ship a little bit more and use that experience when things aren't going exactly how you want. Um, you know, keep, keep the crew on track and, uh, with me as well, working with Frosty is a great opportunity is a proven product. And that was always an important decision for me when going to a team is who is your teammate going to be? Because sometimes that's the only measure of success. If, if you're not winning races is where you're at against your teammate and, uh, I've been lucky to have some good ones. I had JC at, at Walkinshaw, which I think gave me a lot of credit there and then a credibility. And then coming here as well, you know, having having Match Frosty has been something that, that I'm, you know, really proud of and, you know, someone that is well respected in the category. So to go to between those two drivers and, and you know, match them has, has been something which is great for me. But now in the team, it's about trying to work together and get this team to the front. I mean, it's such a tough thing to, to win a race or even get a podium in this championship so you've got to get all the one percenters right i think you know two experienced drivers um offer some great opportunity for this team to get up there but it's hard work it's it's tough it's um you know very tight this championship so it's, it's always challenging when you've got the the bigger teams um and we're still a relatively new team as well especially when you consider we've only been two cars now for three years it's um you know it's early early days and um just to have a few podiums already under my belt at this team is great Obviously, we want plenty more, and um, yeah, I don't think it'd be too far away. It's, it's, um, you know, this year's shown some great speed and qualifying has certainly improved. Just hasn't gone our way. This is probably I've felt this is actually one of my best years that I've got out of myself, but we've, got, we've just got nothing for it, so it's been frustrating. Um, but it's all right there, and it's all happening. Um, Scotty, I want to talk Team Eighteen, and one of the things about the driver's seat is that we're not connected necessarily to any team or any drive or any media outlet so we we are a medium where we talk on behalf of the people who are listening to our show um who don't get the opportunity to ask some of the times the tough questions i want to talk to you about team 18 because i've been pretty critical i think about team 18 to be fair um there's part of me that looks at team 18 scotty and says right you got you got pretty good triple eight kit um you've got good sponsors You've had some really good engineers through the place. You've got Frosty and yourself there with massive uh, experience. Race winners. Race winners. Charlie Schwerkholz, no dummy. But there just seems to me to be, and I know you mentioned you've only been around three years as a two-car team, but I think if you ask 90% of the people watching, and probably quite a few within pit lane as well, it seems on the outside, not unlike Tickford, that Team 18 just can't get their act together and find consistency, like the power steering issues that keep reoccurring. You'd sort of be thinking, come on, guys, can we get on top of that? I mean, are we being wrong there from the outside? Am I being too harsh on Team 18? But you just seem, as a whole, to be underperforming. Am I wrong? Well, I think so. I mean, when I just keep in mind that even the last race, when I crashed out at Townsville, we were going for third. So... Yeah. You know, it's not a, an easy championship. You know, my I think I've had, like, in the last eight races or ten races, like, the four finishes I've had, I haven't been worse than sixth. So it is still as well, I think, without those dramas, we'd be in the top ten of the championship for sure in my car, especially with the start of the season, like even Sydney Motorsport Park, when I know these mechanical problems have kind of stuck around a bit, but even there we were probably on for a podium. I mean, I passed Chaz for position before the steering failed and he went on to win the race. Um, and that was at the very end of the race. So it was like, you know, we have been there all year with, with speed, you know, three straight top 10 shootouts now as well. So even just mm. based on recent performance, car speed, and 
you know, it hasn't been too bad. I mean, we finished, I think we were fifth in the team's championship last year. And, you know, this year is a frustrating one because there's nothing really to show for it. And I think people forget very quickly how good it could have been. You know, it's mm. almost like you get the result, but it doesn't really change the fact that you could have got it if you were up there anyway, like if you were consistently fast. Um, you know, that's why we go to town and band confident because, you know, even though we didn't get to unfortunately cross the finish line with that result, there was never a time on track where I was outside the top 10 in that mm. weekend. Like we didn't finish one session outside the 10 except for the, the race I crashed out in, mm. which I'm obviously holding myself responsible for as well. So, you know, I need to tidy up what I'm doing because it's not only these past year issues. I've made mistakes this year as well, which I'm kicking myself for because there's been good opportunities there that I've let go. So, Right. You know, I need to work on myself still. It doesn't matter that I've done 300, still make mistakes. So that needs to, you know, I need to always try and improve that. Yeah. Um, but it is just, t- it's a tough championship. It's close. There's no doubt about it. And when you look at AAA, of course, we have some of their, their parts. But, uh, you know, they've been around a lot longer. And it's still a much larger team as well. Because when we went to two cars, we hit the road for COVID as well. So certainly been a challenge. And when you compare us to most other teams, I think the team's been you know, working fantastically. It's just, you know, there's there's been difficulties with consistency, I think, because of the challenges that come up through COVID and, and for some of the staff that, you know, couldn't couldn't do the on-the-road thing. So all in all, I think, um, you know, this year particularly, Charlie's done an amazing job, I think, with two new recruit recruits, with our crew chief and team manager, and, and things really are seeming like they're on the up. I mean, every time I go in the shop, there's a real great atmosphere there now, and it does seem to be you know, turning around because I think last year was frustrating. That's where I would say you're correct in that, you know, last year I felt like we under-delivered based on our 2020 performance. But this year I'm, I'm pretty, you know, it's just, I'm frustrated because there's not a lot to show for it, but I don't think it's been too bad. I certainly think the momentum has been back like it was in 2020. Mm-hmm. And um, Charlie has really introduced some good form to this team and he's doing a good job, I think. So I don't know. I think check back in six months and see if this mm-hmm. back into the year we, we've under-delivered or not, but I think we really can turn this around. Hey, mate, I've, I think from me looking from the outside, uh, and, and this is more particularly to you, I mean, because I know you quite well, how how have you been, like, every time, you know, you've had, I wouldn't even say some bad luck, you've had some treacherous <laughs> luck this year um, with, with accidents, with incidents, with bits and pieces like that. Um, there's been probably a lot of money uh, invested in, in the car to repair it where it probably could be going into engineering it and, and new parts, whatever it might be. How have you been going? I mean, I know you, you're generally quite a positive bloke all the time anyway, but um, I think that even even your run that you've had, that you had to a point, I mean, I know there's there's been some great positives, but it's got you've got to think back and go, um, you know, geez, what have I done here? What, what did I do at the start of the year to deserve this? I mean, has that, has that been, has it been a bit like that or have you just been, no, nah, we're good, we're positive, we're moving forward sort of every weekend? No, I mean, you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't kid yourself. It's definitely been yeah. challenging and, and Townsville has been a, a difficult one for me because, you know, I think there's only really, that's really the only one that um, you, you look at and you go, okay, maybe things could have been different, but it's, it's, could have been a very much a, an isolated one crash for the year is what it feels like that could have been, but it feels like we've had so yeah. many that they do stack up, you know, and it's frustrating. You, yeah, it, it definitely is is one that 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 felt like it was just like, you know, cherry on top. That's like it felt like mm. it. 
had happened over and over. So, you know, that's where it's difficult because it's difficult to just isolate these incidents and think of them as a one-off when there's been so many bad things happen throughout the year. But it doesn't change the fact that next weekend, or this weekend, sorry, is, a, is an opportunity to change the narrative or, or get myself back on the yeah. podium or right at the front. So mm-hmm. I just always think that, you know, my goal is to never let yesterday affect today or today affect tomorrow. It's yeah. every race is an opportunity, but it's made it's it's challenging, especially you know mentally. This game is tough, and it's um you know whether it's the fans, um, I guess you know cracking onto the drivers through social media or whatever it might be. Everyone has an opinion, so yeah. best thing to do is just uh, ignore it. Or I mean, I actually quite enjoy jumping on and having a bit of banter <laughs> and correcting like, the odd grammar or something that often cheers me up, especially when yeah. I'm bored. I just I can't help myself, but um, how good's correcting yeah, grammer? Is, I get that. Uh, I do that. I do that oh, on the mate, show here. Like, or it is the best when I see someone have a crack at. Yeah, I used to have a crack at me in Super Ute being on socials, and they and you'd get some smart aleck that did, you know, um, to they'd say or to be fair about something or whatever, and they'd spell it incorrectly, and you just go back, not mention anything about what they were saying, just correct the grammar. <laughs> <laughs> I used yeah, to love it was, it was, I had a great time the other day. I was hammering someone. It was just so funny. I was sitting on the couch, and it's after Townsville. So I mean, I was—I'll be honest. Like I was—I was pretty pretty down Thank after Townsville. That one's really yeah. really knocked me about, and it was just tough. So there wasn't many days after that where I was I was uh, cheerful, but I was sitting on the couch. I was wetting myself laughing. And Shannon was like, "Oh, what's going on? What cheered you up?" And I, there was just some spot online that can't spell. It's just making me laugh. So it is the best. I think it's um, you know they and they do get quite abusive. So they, you know if you can find the light in it, then uh, you have a bit of fun with it because otherwise it just yeah you, know, you don't don't need that stuff to wind you up. But it's you know it's it's definitely been a tough season, mate. I'm not yeah. not going to lie. It's um, hard, but honestly, it's just like you got to keep reminding yourself that. We're going for third. We've got good speed. Um, you yeah. know, we're in the 10 regular. I've got to just make sure that this weekend I leave no stone unturned and uh, get the team back to the front, back to the pointy end. Hey, mate, there is a so, – sorry, Nimsy, one second. There is a there is a positive coming from Townsville. You don't actually have to repair from the back window back. <laughs> <laughs> it's only right, just a little bit, a little bit of suspension. Yeah. It's like parallel to the rear window. But, um, <laughs> Oh, that's funny. It's, that funny. it's funny you mentioned the, the social media thing, though, uh, Scotty, because it's like, could you imagine if, like, if fans back in the day would have a crack at, say, you know, DJ or Jim Richards or Larry Perkins or something? Like, they would just unleash. I can always hear exactly what they say, but, oh. say it. but it's, <laughs> it's um, I mean, uh, this whole, like, I'm, I get, I'm a supporter of the whole no social hate thing, but I don't really think it's realistic. I think... What it is, it's down to the person that's receiving to be able to take it in a in you know, with a grain of salt because everyone's gonna have an opinion. Unfortunately, social media gives everyone a platform and yep. most of them, you know, don't don't haven't earned the platform. I mean, I would never ever walk into someone's workplace and tell them, you know, what I what I think of their efforts at their job because it's an uneducated opinion anyway. Mm. Yet yes. mm. people feel the need to say it. So I think that's the thing you gotta remember is it's an uneducated opinion. And most of it makes absolutely no well, all of it to be honest makes no sense. They, they say their opinion. I mean, I actually, it's funny. I don't really comment on anything online because if it's a, for me, like especially, I got some friends um, uh, that have you know show on Sky and things and political commentators. I always laugh because it's like if I was to make a 
political comment or anything. It's an uneducated mm. one. I've got more risk of sounding like an idiot. Yeah. Um, but they just, <laughs> most people in the comment section, it's like they think their opinion is spot on. It's it's absolutely the truth. And, and anyone that disagrees with them is an idiot. So, I mean, fair play to them. It takes some real confidence to be able to throw your opinion out there like that. Well, let's, Especially <laughs> if you don't know how to spell. Like, if you're um, going to throw shade, oh, mate, at least I mean, do it I, grammatically exactly, correctly. If I struggle with that, I definitely... I'd be, you mate, just I'd shut be, up, wouldn't you? I, I keep, Exactly. Well, Scotty. Let's... So yeah, I mean, I do support that no social hate, but mate, you just yeah. got to take it yeah. as what it is. Laugh at what you can, and um, just get out there. We're, we're lucky. I mean, we're fortunate. Our job's on TV, so that's quite cool. Well, let's let's look at look, let's let's flip it on its head because let's look at the positives of social media. I mean, you guys uh, basically brought back the Adelaide Five Hundred. I mean, when they cancelled it, mm. I know that you and your fellow South Aussies like Todd Hazelwood and Nick Perko were very vocal of like, come on, bring back the Five Hundred, and you guys really had a good yeah. positive movement that sort of showed everyone when they when they've been the race that it's just like no 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 this is all the good stuff that comes with it and this is the amount of people that are willing to put their names behind it to bring it back like when you see that we're going to end the season you know at essentially your home race it's something that you probably went to as a kid growing up and whatnot like it must give you a bit of a sense of accomplishment and like or to make it like a second christmas in a way a hundred percent. And I mean, that's a good example. I mean, that right there, I was definitely, I was vocal later, but initially I was pretty quiet on the matter because I didn't understand the ins and outs of as to why it was cancelled. And that was something that I thought, well, I need to be educated before I try and push for something to be back. And also when you're pushing an agenda that could change the government, it's sort of, you know, you need to understand exactly what that's going to, what the pros and cons of both sides are going to be or what their campaign is. Because my mum lives there and, and whoever's voted in, it's going to affect her. Mm-hmm. It's going to affect the other citizens of South Australia. So I wanted to actually know, like, yeah, I want the race back, but selfishly, is that going to be a negative for, you know, the other things that they're pushing? Yeah, the people um, that are actually going to be there. In their agenda. Yeah. So, exactly, because the race means everything to me. It's like something I've grown up watching, but at the same time, I didn't want there to be a you know a change of government and it ends up being a negative in every other way for those living in South Australia. But it is not the case. I was definitely once you know I, I got to meet Peter and it was a, a yeah it was it was a great opportunity I think for South Australia to have this change in government and it also meant that we got the race back. So it wasn't necessarily just about getting the race back. There's yeah. a lot more to it. And I was and I'm so happy. It's awesome. It's like I said that it means everything to me. Growing up, that's the race that. I fell in love with, I mean, I was initially a huge Formula One fan and, and, you know, the Damon Hill Schumacher battle there, I remember all that. And it's just, Mm. to race in those streets is just the coolest feeling ever. And, uh, yeah, to do it right in front of a home crowd, couldn't be better. So, yeah, I'm I'm pumped out of that. It is the best. And I'm not just saying that because that's where you're from. It is the best, one of the best, I guess, you know, we have. I think we have probably backpedal already. You said no, 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 no. No, no, no. But then I thought Bathurst, and then I, then I, but then I thought Bathurst, and I thought no, it's actually you know it's you on Gold Park, Coast. Gold then you Coast. thought so. There's four of the best yeah. races just right there. What you, you just know, saw was Steve's brain working in we real only time. But the only name three, but I guess numbers uh, isn't your strong point. No, I know Adelaide. I know Adelaide. I named oh, uh, Gold Coast, and Bathurst, Gold Coast Bathurst and Townsville, I just said. <laughs> I, I, oh, you, you didn't know, say Townsville. I did. No, no you didn't. Oh, See, come on. You didn't say Townsville. Oh, that was my inside yeah. voice. Yeah. Do you know, hey, do hey, you know hey, what hey, else you didn't mention? But, um, what? Winton. Reckon, you didn't mention Winton. 
Yeah. Now, now, be nice. I tell you what. <laughs> actually, on. a funny story. I drove home from Winton this year in um, with with Van Geers. He he wanted to lift back to Melbourne. He stayed at mine and was like, oh, "I'll come back with you." And then on the way home, like twenty minutes out of the track, my rear left tire exploded. Like, <laughs> and I was just and he turned as it's blown. He he looked at me and went. I knew I shouldn't have come with you on a race with him. <laughs> As I'm like going down the highway trying to catch this thing, I'm like, are you kidding me, mate? Like now? So then we had to pull over and change this tyre. But I thought, just my luck. Like I think that race I broke down in and then I blew a tyre on the way home. So um, Yeah, hey, Winton. Forget that one. Winton. But, on a positive note, mate, you've got you've only got hundred and twenty more races to catch up to me. <laughs> God, what? That's positive. <laughs> Righto, mate. He's well Jeez. over two-thirds of the way there. <laughs> Righto, hero. <laughs> but he's... Yeah, no, I'm not even going to say that. I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> he's one up me on his own show. I thought tonight was about me, Steve. Oh, it is about man. you. I was just congratulating <laughs> you on getting as far as you've got in such a young age, and you've got plenty of time to pass me. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be but honest, he, mate. Like... It is. Uh, there's not many people in this sport that have been able to stick around as long as they mm. they have, and um, and yeah. So it is something like I aspire to be around for a lot longer, and um, and hopefully I can get some more race wins. And uh, mm. I still that Bathurst one is is what's going to mean yeah. so much to me. I want to get that one under my belt. So no, mate, is there another 150? I still got to go at least, <laughs> but hopefully, uh, yeah, even more than that would be good. But and, you haven't uh, got many I'll wins to get to me though. <laughs> <laughs> Only two more. <laughs> two more. All right. Two more. I'd two more wins and you've equaled me. I'd be that in 150 more races. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, quickly, just before we let you go, mate, uh, just between you, me, the fence post, and our 150,000 listeners, is Frosty going to be your teammate next year, do you reckon? Honestly, I don't know. I think <laughs> um, that's obviously one for, for Frosty and don't really – you know exactly what it's like, Steve. Like, we, yeah. you worry about yourself that much. It's selfishly in this game. It's like race weekend, you work together, but i got enough of my own problems without, you know, stressing about that. But I'd love him to be because we've got on so well since I joined the team. And I mean that as well. Like, I've had I'm, – I'm a pretty, pretty tough nut to have around all the time. So, you know, if he can put up with me, he's a pretty good bloke. But we've definitely uh, yeah, got a good thing going, I think, here. And I mean, I'll be happy for him to stick around. I hope he does. Um, but that's definitely something you have to ask him. So. Yeah, but I'd be all for it if he does. That is fantastic evasive manoeuvre there to avoid being <laughs> oh, yeah, in Speed yeah, Cafe like, tomorrow. splinters uh, out I, of the back I showed, it, I showed him that backpedal just before. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Scotty, mate, we have kept, we've kept you far too long on your Wednesday night, mate. Uh, well, you're very generous with your time. Uh, all the best for your milestone uh, this Sunday. It's going to be an absolute belter. And also, too, actually having it in your home, well, your home state, Mm. It would be nicer if it was in Adelaide, but you know it's at least it's closer than your two fifty was in Bathurst. So it's, at least it's moving closer to home for the milestones. Mate, I'm very happy to tick three hundred up in uh, in South Australia. It's very good to get to stay back to see my mum for a couple of days after as well. But no, you guys have been a pleasure, and Steve, you've been all right too. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, Scotty. Go well this weekend, mate. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, boys. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.